Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat, and I'm your host, Amanda, bringing you the latest in all celebrity gossip, reality TV recaps, and anything happening in Hollywood right now that I just can't keep my mouth shut about. This is Not Skinny But Not Fat. Okay, you guys, um, this will be a really special episode, A, because like, my tit is like half out breastfeeding my child. I think this is my first podcast postpartum. I feel like the word postpartum makes me feel like a gazillion years old. I feel like I never thought you would say postpartum <laughs> in your life. Um, for those of you who are old to the podcast, then Sister Ariel is on the podcast today. And for those of you who are new, my sister Ariel, who used to call herself Sister because she thought she would one day be my manager um, and like make money off of me. Oh, I will. But like right now, <laughs> I feel like I've been hired and re- and fired like <laughs> over and over again. So right now I'm hired again. For the day. For the day. Um, <laughs> for the hour. So, so those of you who are new, Ariel, for those of you who are old, they love you and miss you. A, we were just talking about this. I love Spindrift. And for those who follow me know, like, obsessed, like, sold you guys on it. Love it. Obsessed. Not this flavor, though. <laughs> Not this, like, tangerine shit. They have some weird no, flavors. This is a flavor that's, like, if you had to drink it for medicine, you would, like, want to die. Stop. Mm-hmm. But usually they're so good. Like, I don't think we ever go anywhere without, like, a can of Spindrift. Like literally all over our car, it's like Spindrift, Spill City. Okay, so we have a lot of things to discuss today. A, I wanted to be like an annoying YouTuber, blogger person and do like my birth story, but like only because like a lot of you asked me, (laughs) swipe up. (laughs) So I did want to talk a little bit about that because like new life who dis, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's like it was also I feel like just like such a crazy day. Oh, my God. Five weeks ago today, you guys, today we're recording and it was five weeks ago. Oh, no, sorry. Five weeks ago yesterday, because when everything started, it was a Tuesday and then I gave birth on a Wednesday. But anyway, this is my first podcast postpartum. Like I said, tried to get Noah off my tit all day to no avail. Finally, as he passed out like a drunk like guy at a bar on my tit. I like transferred him over to Husb whose worthless nipples make me want to die. Um, and he fell asleep on him. But I mean, anything can happen. 
I mean, you were just waiting for him to start crying any minute now. Oh my now. God, you guys, it is it is really, really crazy. I've been sharing a lot on Instagram, cute moments, and also me not sleeping, me getting four hours and feeling like I can fucking take a driving test. It is really, really crazy, but I have to say that I'm doing amazing, sweetie. I love when you <laughs> give yourself compliments. <laughs> like, if there's one thing you're really good yeah. at, compliment Yeah, it's well, amazing. Well, a, I also want to say, like, there's such a network of, like, moms out there. Like, whenever I post something, well, A, my network on Instagram is the best on Instagram. I'm pretty sure, like, my followers are the shit, the best on Instagram. But You legit can get any question answered yeah. within seconds. Oh, my God. And can, it's the most amazing my older thing. sister won't listen to this, we can also talk shit about her. So, she thinks because she had a baby, I only need to ask her. So when I ask Instagram questions, she's like, why didn't you ask me? Like, I could have told you. She legit gets offended. So offended. And I feel like she'll like fill out the questionnaire that you like put on Instagram. So this is a true story, guys. (laughs) So I didn't ask her. I put up this question about what diaper rash oh like right. what cream to use because oh she told me to use this like bordeaux cream whatever you guys who aren't moms go with me noah had a diaper rash allison my sister who has a baby who's two liam you guys know if you follow me she was like bordeaux all the way like this is the one to do meanwhile he has a rash not going away and i'm like allison said bordeaux so like i was like the the a blind person running into a wall like she said to do this, so it doesn't matter that it's not working. My baby's butt is like on fire. So I put up a thing. Everyone's like, no, Bordeaux sucks. Use this, use this, use this. And then whenever I ask a question, a lot of you are like, oh, let us know what the answer is. So if I'll see like a gazillion people say X, I'll be like, okay, you guys, people are saying X and Y. So my sister Allison sees the question, responds to it like, why didn't you ask me? And then... Then my next slide was like, oh, everyone said uh, triple cream and desitin. Okay. So then Allison responds to the questionnaire, triple cream and desitin. And I'm like, Ariel, I'm pretty sure she like saw the answer and went back and like wrote and what wrote, the recommendation. And by the way, are. I'm like recording this as if I'm 100 sure that she's not going to listen. <laughs> but like there she's is a, there listen. is like 1% chance that by Murphy's fucking law, she's going to listen. She's listening to this episode. Cut it out in post. Cut it out in post. <laughs> anyway, so I did want to talk about my birth story because it is fucking crazy. Even though I'm not a YouTubing blogger person. It is like a fucking major life event. And I was so shocked during my whole pregnancy and also since I've given birth to know how many pregnant followers I had. How many, do you know, like if I asked like how many people that follow me actually gave birth, let's say the same day, like it's crazy. It's just like a huge network of people that were pregnant at the same time. Some gave birth the same day, day before. So many moms that know a lot of shit. So it just feels like a great, huge community and support. And not only my followers, excuse me, can we talk about all the celebrities that are fucking pregnant? Like, A, I was pregnant with like a good bunch. Like me, Gigi, Katy Perry. No, you don't understand what just crossed my mind because we have like 20 celebrity names that have been pregnant. There are probably more. Probably more. But I'm just thinking like it's like as if you and all of them like knew a pandemic was coming and were like, this is a great time to conceive right now. Yeah. Because we all get to be home now. I mean, that's the thing. While I was pregnant, so many people when I did like questions and shit like that were like, you know, how is it to be pregnant during a pandemic? Or would say like, you're amazing being pregnant during this. And I would always be honest as I usually am. And I would say, listen, you guys, like, 
Avi hate this pandemic. Avi wouldn't want it to happen, but being pregnant during it wasn't bad. Like I'm not brave. I'm not strong. Yes. Did I have to go to appointments alone? And that fucking sucked. Yes. But aside from that, I was home. I didn't have to go to work. I got to wear sweatpants. I never had to put on real clothes. I didn't have to go out to restaurants and like not drink or ask if like the mayo is cooked there or whatever the fuck you have to do. And legit, it was like, I feel like it made it so much easier for you. It made it so. Imagine I didn't go to restaurants and like have FOMO. Like nobody was doing anything anyway. No one was doing anything. People were drinking at home, but I was like, "You're so lame and alcoholic." Every time I had a drink, I think you might have said, "Like that's because it's so lame lame to drink at home in a New York City apartment and like smoke a cigarette out the window." There's nothing else better to to do. No, I know, but I'm just saying. You know, my husband would go on the roof of the building and like smoke it. I'm like, "You're disgusting." Let me like drink my. Spindrift, basically. <laughs> um, and I had no craving for alcohol, weirdly. You still don't, which like I, I thought you'd want your glass of, I don't I know. know. It's it's very normal. Everyone's saying it's very normal. That you don't have any craving? Well, I had like such bad migraines coming out of the pregnancy and I'm not on sleep. So like alcohol, I feel like can only make it worse. Like you yeah. have to be like kind of balanced to like drink. I'm yeah, not yeah. balanced right now. Yeah, yeah. You know it's I mean? true. Every day is different. Anyone who's followed me for a minute on Instagram knows I'm obsessed with pros hair care, like legit obsessed, probably told all of you that follow me and listen to my podcast that you have to try it. You have to use it. They create custom shampoo and conditioners based on a personal hair analysis quiz that you take on their website that asks you the most detailed and intricate questions about your lifestyle, about obviously your hair from your zip code to know more about the pollution in your environment to like the exact description of every strand of your hair. Literally, you get customized hair products that are amazing. And to be honest, since I started using pros, I've had to wash my hair less and less was down to like twice a week, twice a week since using pros. And also, I have to say that because I was down to twice a week, it lasts for so long. Like a bottle lasted me like four, five months. I'm not even lying. So worth it. And more than that, I have 15% off for you guys. So even more worth it. Go to pros.com slash not skinny for your in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. That's pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash not skinny to get 15% off. And if you're not 100% positive that it's the best you've ever had, they'll take the products back. No questions asked. I'm telling you guys, it was the best thing for my hair. So go get it. I'm Arielle Laurie, host of the Blonde Files podcast, where every Wednesday I cover all things wellness. After nearly dying from drugs and alcohol six years ago, I've been on a mission to live my best, most fulfilled life, and I'm sharing everything with you. From how to achieve optimal health, well-being, and fulfillment, to the best beauty tips and even cosmetic procedures, I cover it all with raw, candid conversations with experts and inspirational guests. Make sure to subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. But so we wanted to talk about the the pregnant celebs. Yes. So yeah. So being pregnant during a pandemic was really nice. Aside from from going to appointments Best alone. Best time to, to be say. pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> like legit. And even giving birth, a lot of people asked me in the questions and I didn't get to answer like, 
My husband was able to be there with me. My hospital, which was Lenox Hill, they were amazing from the beginning said, I think even our our governor, like Cuomo, said from the beginning, he's like, no woman is going to give he birth alone that. in New York. Yeah. Like, everyone's going to have a companion. But it did mean that my mom wouldn't be able to be with me. And my mom is a single mom. And you guys all know her from Instagram. And she didn't get to be with my older sister because my older sister had an emergency section. So it was really sad for me to know that she wouldn't be there. But it also sucked because like... It, for Allison, like we were in the hospital, like waiting for her to get out and you, like we were able to be with her after and with you. It's like we were like we told Hus, but like if you don't keep us posted, we're not going to know anything. So like you better be on your fucking A game. I know. Let us know. Like we they were to, scared that he wouldn't be communicative. We were really scared. Like I probably talked to him three times before just to let him Everyone know. Everyone was like, will you be communicative? But that's that was the suckiest part that nobody could be there. We just dropped you off. We had no idea what was happening. It was so weird to think about like. And then mom couldn't come in. And like that was sad to see because like this is all she dreamed of. Like she I really know. just wants to see one of us. This is what I don't miss about you being on the podcast. You jump the gun. <laughs> You're like at the end of the story. You're like, and <laughs> she didn't come. Like we said, we're going to tell the story. No, we, and I want to talk about the pregnant celebs I'm first. <laughs> Okay, so we have so many pregnant celebs right now. Okay, first of all, the latest that we found out about was like Lala from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Who announced at 10 weeks, which like no judgment. I'm so scared to judge nowadays about anything because everyone wants to cancel everyone. But like usually like not in a superstitious way, but people only kind of reveal to like the general public after when you get into your second trimester, which is like 13, 14 weeks because... And this isn't like a knock on wood, like evil eye thing. It's more of a like, there is such a higher chance of miscarriage in the first trimester that usually... So I wonder what made her want to share to the world at 10 weeks. Because like Stasi was forced to tell because apparently it was leaked, whatever. We don't know if it was like a PR thing. We don't know. Um, but with Lala, it's like she went on the podcast and just wanted to, to spill the beans, which like if she's super excited and wanted to, then that's great. But it is kind of shocking when you're... Because she said she said even two days shy of 10 weeks on her podcast. Yeah, so that's super early. But I think that when you're in a world of like reality TV and you're sharing your, your life and like maybe they want more people to like listen, like you don't know what's mm. actually why they're actually sharing. But She it's was like, really cute though in her announcement. It was so cute. It like, was so cute. And like as much as she herself basically said that she's like gives blowjobs to Rand and gets PJs for BJ. I mean, BJ's <laughs> gives PJs BJs for BJ's. She gives BJ's for, for PJs, PJs and basically made it seem like she's like proud of this like sugar daddy relationship. They are kind of cute. They're so cute. Like they kind of seem in love. They're in love. They're a hundred percent in love. They're so cute. Fofty. I feel like, I feel like Lala has like a big heart and she's like, but she's kind of an actor. She's kind of an actor. I feel like I've I felt that, but then there were so many moments where like she was kind of a I mean, the last seasons of season of Vanderpump, she was kind of a bitch for no reason to like Raquel and James and and there were a lot of things I spoke about this on on podcasts I've done um about Vanderpump, which seems so old and seems like it's in a different lifetime. That Lala in this last season, she was very 
She was not on a vibe. She was very much not sharing her own life, very much trying to get into other people's business to be on the show and kind of being a bitch during it. So I'm not like a hundo on the like. She's a really good person. But I really like thought she was really cute and excited about her pregnancy. So that's from VPR. We know Stassi's pregnant. We know Chrissy fucking Teigen's pregnant. Um, Obviously, Gigi. Gigi Hadid is going to pop any minute. Katy Perry. Katy Perry popped. Daisy Bloom. I like that. Yeah, me too. Um, Sophie Turner popped. Willa. Willa's cute Willa too. Willa's really cute. Also, did you see Sophie Turner I in saw. a white, tucked in jeans? Honestly, annoying. Really? It's annoying. And everyone's like, when you want, and it's like, no, I don't care. I'm jealous. Like, um, what are yeah, you even saying? I'm jealous and I'm not pregnant. <laughs> like, I'm jealous. Yeah, it's, listen, I, I mean, I ate during pregnancy, obviously, not whatever I wanted, but but I was more lax about eating. But I did weigh myself every week because remember, I, I had in my head that I didn't want to gain more than 35 pounds because I read everywhere that you should gain between 25 and 35 pounds. If you guys gained more, that's fine. If you gain less, that's fine, whatever. But in my head, I was like, let me like eat pizza all day and do whatever I want, but just weigh in once a week to see that I'm on track for only gaining 35 pounds. Amanda. And what did I gain? Okay. No, I, I know. It's like kind of sick though. You gained. No, it's not. You I gained, gained 35 pounds. But do you guys know what happens? I gained exactly 35 pounds. Like the day I went to the doctor when he said I had an opening of, of one, I weighed in and it was 35 pounds and I gave birth the next day. And I was like, oh my God, I met my goal. Like it was so fun. But then you know what happens? You lose 10 pounds the day after you shit out the baby, whatever. And then you know what happens? That's it. The other 25 pounds <laughs> just linger. And everyone's like, breastfeeding, I'll burn it all off, eat whatever you want. No, that doesn't fucking happen. Not no, for me. But I have to say, like, it's so funny because you're OCD in the sense that, like, you hear something like you should gain yeah. between 25 to 35 yeah. pounds. So like in your head, like that's, that's how the much, rule. that's yeah. the rule. Yeah. And like the same thing goes, like we were watching, like taking care of babies and you're like, she said this. Oh my God. I so spun. you don't know how to like, I spun. Take, like I might have issues. Maybe you have a little OCD where like you can't like deviate. Take, yeah. I can't like, like take, what the rule is. Yeah. I can't like <laughs> take like my, we were watching this uh, baby course or whatever. And she was like, so, you know, wake up the baby after two hours. And I was like, what? Two hours? He doesn't say, I started spinning and I was like, maybe this isn't for me. And I had to step away. <laughs> you really had um, to step away. But no, don't make, because I did, I didn't want to have weight be a huge thing. I just wanted I just wanted to weigh in once a week as I always did pre-pregnancy just to see where I'm at. So I don't all of a sudden get one day and I'm like, oh shit, I'm 200 pounds. You know, I just wanted to know where I'm at. And the little OCD in me liked that I would like be where like it said that it's good to be. Yeah. Which I like you guys, I was tipping the in scale. The range. I, was, I was not in the range. I was like at the very end of the range. So a lot of celebs pregnant. Celebs gave birth. Nikki and Brie Bella. The twins gave birth. Sierra gave birth. Sophie Turner gave birth. Who else gave birth? I don't know, but Nikki Minaj is Nicki pregnant. Nicki Minaj is pregnant. Yeah. You know what's crazy? And I just posted on my story today. Khloe Kardashian posted a photo and so many people DM'd it to me and are like, is she, is this like a pregnancy announcement? Like, okay, you guys, this is what I want to tell you. If someone's putting up a pregnancy announcement, it'll say that it's a pregnancy announcement. What did she put up that like was a like- a picture where people thought they saw like a bump and like oh. people were wanting me to comment on it. And like, I love you guys, but I would never 
out a person and be like, it looks like she's pregnant, like in my life. Like that's super, super fucked up. And if Khloe Kardashian was trying to put up that she's pregnant, she'd be she like, would. I'm pregnant. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> and also like their Aubrey O'Day thing. Oh my God. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's like a mirage. Like, I don't know what's, what's a mirage. You know, like when you're like seeing Cirque things. Du Soleil? That, no. <laughs> a, mir- <laughs> a mirage. Like when you're seeing things that aren't there, okay. like you're imagining things. So like, I don't know what I'm saying is like, I don't know what to believe. Like you see these, the pictures surface and they're like, that's Aubrey O'Day. And then you see Aubrey O'Day put up yeah, a picture of like herself. And she's like, this is me. And then you don't freaking know, like, who is she? Like, which picture is actually her? Like, are they photoshopping these pictures? Is it actually Aubrey? Like, she's unrecognizable. Well, the thing is, I don't... It was so funny because so many people were thinking different things. So one person was like, who is this poor woman that is being photographed as being Aubrey O'Day? Which, like, no, I don't think there's a random lady being stalked by the Daily Mail who's like Aubrey O'Day's twin. No. I but also, she doesn't look like Aubrey O'Day. I so, like, also, she's not Aubrey O'Day's twin. I also don't think that the Daily Mail is like Photoshop. I don't know. What I do know is that it's fucked up. Like, let it go. And the Daily Mail isn't letting it go. They're like trying to stalk Aubrey O'Day. No, I think that like she put up like the like the thing with the August 31st, like the date. Which is so weird because like if anything, then like show a newspaper, not you writing it, (laughs) Aubrey. So it's not the vibe. But like when people are kidnapped, they show the newspaper. So you know that it's like the date. Is she going to act like she's kidnapped no, now? What no, do you want her to do? She wrote a chief, but, <laughs> but that's what she was doing. And she was, she was also, just, she was also spreading. She was in that picture. It's not like she was like sitting normally. She was like doing the what posiest would you pose. Do? Would you not pose? I don't know. Listen, but, at the end of the day, I don't want to say anything bad and I don't want to in any way talk about her body, but I do want to say, do you remember her and Danny Kane? Do you remember her curls? Do you remember her smile? She was full of life. She was such a like congeniality queen. Like I don't know how to explain it. She danced amazing. Diddy loved her. She had such a vibe and I don't know what she turned into. And Hollywood is a scary ass place. What happens to people, their lips blow up Their I don't even care if she's heavy or skinny or whatever the fuck she is. I feel bad that she has to defend herself. I feel bad that I mean, because it is very extreme. If you're Photoshopping like Khloe Kardashian, that's one thing, right? This is a very extreme thing. It's like she looks entirely different in in reality and in her pictures. And I think the reason the Daily Mail felt comfortable coming after her is because she was advertising a diet plan. So they were saying that she really Photoshopped that like diet picture or whatever. But I also think that like she put up that. So they also wanted to come out with another thing being like, here's more proof that like she's photoshopping her pictures. But I also think that if that's actually her in the pictures in the Daily Mail, that it's really sad that she's photoshopping her pictures where where, like she's not, you can't recognize her on the street because her pictures are so different than what she looks like. Like that's, I don't know. Hollywood is scary, but I do feel like Aubrey O'Day from Danity Kane like probably was going through stuff then and we just didn't know it, you know? Or that being famous for a minute and in whatever that world is fucks you up. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to say that. that. And like, you really need to be saved. Like, look at Justin Bieber. Like he's getting better because of Angel Baby, Hailey Bieber. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. By the way, you guys, Popstar, the music video, (laughs) 
jizz. <laughs> it's like, I don't... Jizz all over it. I have no words. Obsessed with it. Obsessed, like, with the song Even somehow. though it's, like, so dumb, I'm not a doctor. How does it I'm go? I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Yeah, back. I'm a pop star, not a doctor. Yeah. And then I feel sexist because I listen to that and I'm like, that's my jam. And then I watch Selena Gomez's like ice cream video. That was not her song though. That was like another group and she right. joined it. But then I'm like, ice cream? How dumb is this? But then I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I'm a pop star. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like watch her thing and I'm like, ice cream is so stupid. What are you like, licking ice cream? <laughs> anyway, uh, I hope Selena Gomez is okay. She's also looking very frail lately. I hope it's not a lupus flare up um, and that she's okay. She just came out with her rare beauty. So she's obviously all over now, which I did say in my story is that I less like when celebrities pop up just to promote their shit. And I know she goes through a lot, but it's like, Selena, you disappear from the world and then you come back and you're like, buy my makeup. Don't you know I'm a makeup maven? Like everyone's a makeup maven. Imagine me coming out. Like, I don't fucking, like who knew she's like contouring all day. I've never seen her in like makeup that she Everybody is coming out. Addison Ray has a makeup line now. Everyone, everyone. Fuck Addison Ray. Lala, Addison Ray. Oh, Ariel asked me in the middle of life today. She's like, we're like having a regular conversation. She's like, do you think anybody buys Lala's Do you? <laughs> Who buys? Like, she also names them like things that she thinks are clever. So she has one that's called James because she had a huge fight with James. I thought they were all like butterfly, baby. No. Red. No. They're called things that have to do with things. Really? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> are you looking it up no, now? No, because she just put it up today, which is why I was thinking about it. Well, yeah, but at least, you know, this is what I think. I, I mean, I share my fucking life. Like, I'm an open book. Oh, sorry. Send nudes. High maintenance. Send nudes. In. Yeah. Calm down. Wifey. Oh, Daddy. So cute. Oh. Rules. Savage. It's rules. It's really all classy. Yeah, no, I think she thinks it's like smart, you know? Anyway, the biggest news of the week, aside from Noah turning five weeks today, is that the... Okay, you guys. Okay. Oh, my God. I go to Noah's one-month appointment yesterday, and my pediatrician is really great, but she won't shut the fuck up. And it was, like, so long. I'm, like, schwitzing in there. I pull out my boob to breastfeed him, so he comes down. Then I dress him. Then he pees on her twice, whatever. (laughs) And then I walk back home, and then I get home, and then it's, like, this whole thing. And then I pick up my phone, and I fucking see the most tragic news. That the world is ending. Like the 2020 is the most ridiculous year of all time. And that the Kardashians literally, it wasn't April Fool's. Like I checked and that Kardashians announced that they're done filming, that their last season is going to be in 2021, which means by the way that we probably have like seven seasons because you know how they split it up. So in September, we're going to have the second half of the season. And then in 2021, we're going to have they said the next early, season. early 2021. Right, but I'm saying in September, we have episodes coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably going to be a while till we really feel like we're missing them. But um, yeah, they put out announcements that they're done. It's tragic, I feel like, because like as bad as it up, got, as bad as it got, as bad as it got. And that the, they were the, doing like, like TPs in their houses and I couldn't fucking and watch like that. pretending to be private investigators. Right. Investigators. There were too many like, sticks happening. It was Scott hanging out way too much with MJ. Like, like it was like, <laughs> it was like not, it was not natural. You know, like it's Scott with MJ bringing her like eggs and then it was Chloe <laughs> TPing 
Kim's house and was like, wasn't that like done? Following Courtney. Oh my God. And then Chloe dressing up as Chris and like oh a paparazzi. Oh my God. Oh my so, God. Oh my so God. if they left because like they were like, because this is what I think. Courtney, which like we know I think she's the most interesting to look at, wanted to step back. Kylie is doesn't really show her life. Chris doesn't really show her life. Kendall doesn't really show her life. We're left with Kim and Chloe. And Chloe. I feel like Chloe might be going through some shit with Tristan, might be back with him. She might not want to show that anymore. You know? Yeah. I feel like Kanye also going through shit. Kim. So if it's because of that, then but I they super never respect showed it. Kanye. Like no, Kanye started being on the last season. A, a little more, but like not like Chloe was sharing her life. So the only person who was really fully sharing their lives, I feel like it's Chloe because Kim shared her life, but like you didn't see her kids a lot. You saw what Kim was doing with, you know, being a lawyer and her skims and her beauty line, but not so much. I just rolled my eyes. I know. I saw it. It was a hard roll. A hard roll. But not so much Kanye. So like really like you had two people who were like willing to share yeah. and the rest didn't want to share Do you at think all. that Courtney feels like so justified? She's like, I set boundaries and I wanted to like be a mom and now everyone's in my butt. <laughs> I, I feel <laughs> like such a bad Courtney. No, I feel like she probably like feels like even though I got out at the right time. I know, but even though Miss fucking Courtney who wants to spend more time with her kids, boundaries, all that fucking shit is up in the Nobu every night, paparazzi it up like Instagramming it up, pushing the boundaries, all that shit. So like, it doesn't feel like she wants to like step away and live in a small town in Italy. Like she's kind of in the limelight right now. She's in the limelight and they're like $500 million Malibu mansion. Nariel looked it up. It's 500K a month. No, I investigated it. It was 500K a month, if not more. And Addison Ray is there. I mean, you guys, if you follow me a little bit. Addison Ray is living with Courtney. So there were rumors that... Who could be her mom? Who's the same age? Who's older than her mom? Her mom is 40. Courtney's 41. Like, or something sick oh like that. Oh, my God. So you guys have seen the past couple months, Courtney hanging out with 19-year-old TikToker Addison Ray and me bugging the fuck out, trying to figure out why, still not really being able to, knowing that she met her because, you know, Mason really liked her TikToks or whatever. Is but, that why? That's how yeah, they met? Yeah. Mason really liked her TikToks. So she met Addison <laughs> Ray and decided to become best yeah. friends so, with her. But there's best friends and there's like, practically living at her house, hanging out every day. But what I want to say is there were a lot of rumors coming about that she, Addison might be getting groomed to like be the next Kardashians. And this was before it was announced that Kardashians is ending. And I was like, that's such bullshit. It's one of those rumors. But all of a sudden now, it, it seems sense. like it might be true because Addison's mom, if you guys have seen her, she also has a TikTok followers and shit. She's thirsty AF. She's like worse than Lisa Rinna. Like she's crazy. I mean, Addison has been hanging out so much with Courtney. It's sick. She's been in Skims ads. She's been in Good American ads. Like she's all over the place. She, she's. I don't. We were just talking about it. How does it fucking happen? All of a sudden, she was hanging out with Avril Lavigne yesterday. Like what? Avril Lavigne DM'd her. Like Addison was like, "I like skater boys," and Avril Lavigne was like, "Let's hang out." And like, Hailey Bieber is liking her pictures, like which is most important. Yeah, and but I, I don't know. I like. How does this happen? So like. Addison meets Courtney, 41-year-old Courtney. Addison's like, oh, cool. I'll be best friends with somebody that's my mom's age. She has sleepovers. 
Corny and her BFF, like, what do they even talk about? Like, how is there, like, they're in different life stages. Different, like, 19, like, she's closer to Mason's age than she is to her age. Right. And then all the Kardashians are like, let's give this girl a career and put her in every ad I mean, of we, our... That's the thing. And she's probably getting paid. I mean, it's... The thing is, we'll probably find out, right, at some point. No, we, like, she's just now, like, it is, it's gonna, they're gonna have a show. For sure. For sure. Keeping up with the rays? I guess. They're going to fill the Kardashian You know what spot. someone said to me today? That they'd be down with hanging with the Hershes. I'd be down with hanging with the Hershes. I think there's a lot more interesting stuff going on than hanging with the rays and TikTok dancing. First of all, like, how crazy is it that these teenage pseudo dancers become billionaires overnight? And overnight. here we are. And here we are. What did we do wrong? I mean, on one hand, but on the other hand, like we already know no, that's but, not the life. No, it's not the life. But I'm just saying like, oh, so somebody put up a dance on TikTok. It blew up. And that means that you now have 30 million followers on Instagram. Like, but don't, who cares about the Instagram? She has 70 million, fo- I mean, 700 million followers on TikTok. You don't I care don't about go t- on but, TikTok. I don't care about TikTok. But most of the world does. Have you ever been on the TikTok? Well, yesterday I felt Oh my god, you, you downloaded TikTok. No, no, no. Oh. I felt so old. So my friend Erica was showing me um her friend on TikTok that's funny cuz like we we hate it cuz we see like stupid Addison Rae doing like Zumba. But like or Hannah Ann like <laughs> doing or like okay. Hannah Ann doing a dance with Maddie. Like we hate that, right? But there are actually comedians doing funny shit. Like there is funny shit. So my friend Erica was showing me her friend who was like really funny. And I felt like such a GMI, you guys. I'm like, to my friend, I was like, wait, are there like templates or like how? <laughs> like, why? Like, no, nothing. Okay. This was supposed to be a birth story pod. Oh my God. Hashtag delete. <laughs> like, hashtag, Start over. hashtag NVM. <laughs> so I do want to tell this story though. Okay. Do you? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so I woke up Tuesday morning. (laughs) Well, I'm I'm trying to think. Like a lot of people wanted to know for for people that are pregnant. um, First of all, I I will say I had a lucky pregnancy because, like, watch Amy Schumer's documentary. Not all pregnancies are made equal. So even though I had. SPD, which was sort of like pain in your pubic bone. So it like really hurt and some anxiety at the beginning. Aside from that, like I was really not complaining. I was like, this isn't that bad. Like a lot of people complain about pregnancy. I was pretty okay. I also thought I would be a house. I thought I would be like 5,000 pounds. I was like, oh, I'm not as big as I thought I would be. And also for some reason, everyone thought and my family was betting that I would totes give birth like at week 42. Like everyone like thought I was going to 40. Like thought I was praying. Why? I was praying. Oh, we didn't want it to be close to my I legit was like, if it's in the first week of August, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay, because my mom's birthday is August 4th. My brother-in-law's birthday is also August 4th. My nephew Liam's birthday is August 8th. I was like, you either give birth July 30th or August 20th. I was dying to give birth in July. I was like, or, you know, September, just not to be in August. Yeah. Fucking August. I hate it. Very stressful month for us anyway, birthday-wise. And I was like, if... Week. There's one week one in week. August. And like I was due August 15th, but I was like, he comes like on Liam, my nephew's birthday. And me, Allison and I have to have the same birthday for our kids. And, and it's going to be a fight. We're still screwed. We're screwed. Yeah. I might change it for him. You're going to change the date? I might be, be like, D. no, you're we born like in January. 
actually. <laughs> um, so due August 15th, for some reason, like everyone was like so used to pregnant women being at their wits end by the time they're due. And since I was kind of okay, it was like, oh, then you have time. So I wasn't expecting to really give birth early, nor was I. I didn't do any classes, any I didn't do anything. I was like, I'm an anxious person. It's better for me not to know and come unprepared. So that's what I did. But I did get the like app alerts every week. So I I guess like things kind of did like go into my brain. So one morning, August 4th, which is my mom and my brother-in-law's birthday for keeping up. I wake up at 6 a.m. I go to the bathroom with my panty liner because you guys, when you're pregnant, you panty will liner. meet panty liners <laughs> like and you'll get why your mama was had them in her fucking <laughs> closet because <laughs> it was like panty liners all day. So and then I'm like, hmm, what is this color? And then I remembered something about the bloody show, which you're going to find this funny because the bloody show I knew about from my ass. But I also knew about from Becca M from Ari season. Why? From her stories? Yeah, because she said that both of her pregnancies the bloody show was very indicative of when she was going to give birth. Meanwhile, Becca M had both her babies in a tub in her house. <laughs> exactly. She's, like, she's very not me. Okay. <laughs> but I remembered that and I saw a little bit of blood in on my panty liner and I was like, this must be the bloody show. <laughs> you know, I was like, I think labor is a coming. And I was kind of chill in a weird way. I was like, and then I looked it up and it said that means labor is near. It could be a day. It could be two days. Like, it's so weird, you guys, because even though we're in 2020 and even though medicine is so advanced and everything, birth is still very like unknown cavemen. Yeah. Like it's like you look that up and it's like, OK, bloody show. That means it could be a day, means it could be a week, means it could be three, means it couldn't could be no- nothing. Like you're <laughs> like, OK, thank you. But I had a feeling that it would be coming because like my stomach was kind of weird. I was like, maybe this is what contractions are about. I, I literally was like, I think it's going to come today. It was a very weird kind of thing to like get and understand. And then I was trying to like even like time the contractions, which Arielle was with me that day. And it was very weird because I would like be having one. She's like, did you time it? I was like, no. And it was like screaming. What do you mean you were trying to time the contractions? Like that's what you call trying to time the contractions. Was I not? You downloaded the app, like mm-hmm. wanted to delete it right away. <laughs> You were I not hated timing because there are anything. no rules because it says like, oh, if they're five minutes apart and like like this intense and you're like, then what? And it's like n- there are no rules to this fucking shit. So then I'm having these contractions. They weren't that painful and they weren't consistent in like how far apart they were, which like I think is a thing. So at 6 a.m. bloody show contractions went to my doctor at 2 p.m. He's like, you're at a one. And I was like, that's awesome. And I was like, when do you go to the hospital? And he was like, when you need something for pain. And I didn't get what that meant. I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, when you need something for pain. So I was like, okay, so then feel like I'm dying and then go. Like, that is the medical. That's what they tell that's you. That's the fucking medical thing. It's legit like when the pain is not bearable. No, that's it. So, and the thing is, you guys, because I was so unplanned, because I didn't do any research, because I didn't think about it, I didn't even know if I wanted an epidural. I didn't look into it. I didn't think about it in anything. So I, I, I made myself kind of stay at home until about 5 p.m. I was in pain and husband was like, listen, hospital's close. We can go there easily. Let's go. Like you're in pain. And the thing is, you don't realize like what that means. Like if I'm going, like, does that mean a baby's going to come out? Like, what does that mean? Anyway, we drive to the hospital, even though it's super close with 
was it with you and mom and Allison? I drove, yeah, I drove you to the hospital. I think it was just you and mom. Me and mom. And then I was sure, like I, we saw you, you were in so much freaking pain. Like I was like, it's happening now on the 4th. Like my mom was so this cute is what though. We're she was so do. happy. She's like, oh, what a birthday present. Um, I'm sure like our brother-in-law was probably like dying on the inside. Yeah. So we go to the hospital. It's so weird because you say bye to your family outside. So sad. And it's sad. And you like look back and you're like, bye. I think Allison was there. She was? I think all of you were there. We didn't. How could we all fit in the car? I think I drove. Maybe I drove you a, like. Oh, maybe you. No. Alone at 5 p.m. How don't we remember? It's five weeks ago. I legit have no idea. I drove you to the hospital. That much I know. Okay. So then we go oh, with in. with mom. For sure with mom. For sure with okay. mom. Then you go in and then your partner can't come into triage with you. So I go into triage by myself, which if all of you don't know what it means, because I don't. It's just the place that you go before you get like admitted. So where they check you and they check your opening and everything like that. So I get there, I'm like by myself, kind of freaking out. And there was a really sweet triage nurse and she was basically like, everything takes so long, guys. So it's like, you're there and you're waiting and you're waiting and you're schwitzen and they check you. And then she's like, oh, you're a one. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And she's like, well, you want something for pain? And I was like, I don't know. I haven't thought about it. And she was so funny because she was like, she's like, listen, if you're here... And at like a one. at a one <laughs> and you like think you're about to give birth then like you're not going to have a natural birth. <laughs> um, but she's like, go home, have a glass of wine, like eat dinner. And she spoke to my heart because she was like, if you get admitted now, like you can't eat. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, the minute you get admitted, if you want an epidural, like you can't eat. So like, have you eaten? And I was like, not enough to like not eat for the foreseeable you're future. Like, it's going to take 72 right. hours. <laughs> So I left, even though it's weird to leave when you're like in so much pain, but not in enough pain to like die or something. You're not dying yet. Again, you guys, it's such a weird concept because you're like, I'm in so much pain, but I'm like only the one. And I don't want to be at the hospital 72 hours without food. Again, the not food thing, like Laura know how to speak to me. She's like, eat dinner. Anyway, leave the hospital we actually had planned for my mom and brother-in-law's birthday, like a little shindig at my sister Allison's house. So my sister Allison is like, come over and like have your contractions here. I don't know what I was thinking. So and I, you agreed, Amanda. I don't know who I, I am. I was in shock that you I, like cause, showed cause up Because she there. somehow convinced me she was like, like be distracted. So I like go. Like you could be distracted. <laughs> you guys, like I was a- in so much pain there that like, and it's legit such a weird thing because it's every few minutes. It's like, <gasps> You get like attacked (laughs) and you fold over. And then literally whoever was nearest to me had to press so hard on my back. A lot of you asked me if I had back contractions. No, it was definitely in my stomach. But someone pressing really hard on my back just made my stomach kind of just gave it contrast, like made me not feel my stomach so much. So imagine folding over every four, three, four minutes. Like that's what I'm saying. Fuck the timing. Like it doesn't even matter. Like, you, you're like living for a minute and then it's like, oh, that's the thing. You're not like in c- constant pain. Contractions literally come every couple minutes. So I was like, I can't like continue living like this. No. So when you came, I was like in shock that you came back because like the way you seemed, I was like, she's at a nine opening. Like she's going to have this baby. Like I was, at I was crying. Every contraction I was crying. You were crying. You were in so much but pain. But everyone makes it seem like, 
hold it, like stay home for as long as you can, like all the shit. So you're like trying to be so strong. I ended up going back to the hospital at midnight. We actually walked there and imagine walking like three avenues, folding over in pain. Four. Four. Folding over in pain every so many steps. And again, I'm with um, my husband and both my sisters and my mom leaning on buildings and then like doing that to my back. Oh my God, you guys, it was just awful. So at that point, again, say goodbye to my family outside the hospital, go in. This time it was like definitely like in a movie, like looking back, like I'm going to have a baby. Like this time it's like, when I got to triage and they were like, would you want something for pain? I was like, yes, like, I don't care <laughs> how, whatever it means. And so they admitted me. I was like, well fed at that point. I wasn't scared, even though I'm such a fat ass that like, I was asking for ice chips since like triage. Like when you don't, <laughs> you usually ask for ice chips. Like during labor, after labor, I was like ice chips. And like, and and then, oh my God, when I was offered like a, something to drink that was sweet, I just felt like, for me, not thinking that I can't drink and eat makes me really anxious. You know what yeah. I mean? Anyway, I said yes to the epidural. And you guys know, most of you, that as an anxious person, even that in my head kind of made me like kind of spin. Like, I don't know what it is. It's a drug. It's in your back. You're not going to feel your legs. Like all this shit is about to happen. And it's so crazy to even start digesting it. So you get admitted Again, everything takes hours. So, you know, you get there at midnight. There's this nurse. She checks you, blood pressure, this. Then the epidural woman comes and she gives it to you. And then another few hours and the contractions. And then the contractions did get better with the epidural. I have to say, like, I felt they were happening. But I was like, oh, my God, I don't feel it that much. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then I was like, and in my head, I remember telling myself, Amanda, like, I would have told Amanda, like, get it at a one. Get the epidural. Just like, like <laughs> oh, I forgot to say that I was at opening three this time that I came, um, that I came back to. Did they want to send you back home? Or? No, because I said that I wanted an epidural. Yeah. But then I was in the hospital for a very long time and still a three. So admitted at midnight, let's say. So for hours, I was like at a three, at a three. So they gave me Pitocin, which kind of makes things um, hurry along. And also with the epidural, even though the contractions were better, they gave me like they give you this like thing where you can press for more epidural. But because I'm anxious again, even though the epidural lady, which is called an anesthesiologist, said, you can click it. You can't OD. Like, don't worry. I was still scared because my legs were so numb that in my head, like, what am I trying to get my legs more numb? Like, they feel like dead weight. And oh my God. Anyway, so I was scared too. So even though the contractions started getting, I was feeling them more within the more the hours went on. I was too anxious to click it, which might've been a mistake on my end. Husb did make me click it like twice, but it's nerve wracking. My, I was so anxious that my blood pressure got so high that the machine was beeping. Imagine that like machine is beeping. They're like, why is it beeping? They're like, your blood pressure is high. (laughs) And I was like, I think I'm just anxious. You think? I was shaking, Aria. Like my whole body was shaking because, you know, they put in the Pitocin, they put in the the epidural. I had this other antibiotics because I tested positive for this like strep test that you take that's like whatever. So I was like, in my mind, I'm like, wow, man, there's so much medications in your body and you're about to give birth. So all this shit was making me very, yeah. very anxious. You're in a hospital. So I was shaking, like trembling galore. 
So I even told them, like, I remember not being worried about the blood pressure because I was like, I'm just really, really, really anxious. Like I told them. Anyway, nurses were switching fucking shifts. I didn't know if my doctor, who's Israeli, Dr. Ferber, would be on call. I didn't know who was going to be on call. And I remember so many of my followers being like, you know, your labor and delivery nurses are going to be, you know, your biggest angels. And like the ones that I had on at the time I was admitted were like, lame. And I was like, these aren't angels. Like, I don't want these ones. Anyway, after the Pitocin, which kind of makes your contractions hurt more, by the way, at some point I touch my like stub leg because basically you don't feel your leg. I touch it and it felt wet. And I was like, your oh water my God, broke. I think my water broke. So I like call the, the nurse and comes in this like angel baby nurse like, hi, did you ring? And I was like, hello. <laughs> And she's like, are we having a baby? And I was like, oh my God, are you the angel nurse? So she touched my thing. She was like, your water did break. And I was like, oh. And then you're like thinking about the movies, right? You're going to have the baby that moment. No, that doesn't mean that. She was so sweet because she was like, I was like, wait, aren't I going to be like checked then to see my opening now? Because last time they checked, it was a three still. And she was like, listen, like after your water breaks, they don't want to like insert too much into you because it can like get infected because the water was like kind of a shield before. And then she was like, but how are you feeling? And I was like, well, I'm fine, but like my butt kind of hurts. And she's like, oh, that changes things. I guess that gives more of an indication that you're closer to birth. Yeah. Yeah. So she's like, that changes things. So then she was like, oh, and your doctor, Dr. Furfer just got here. And I was like, yeah. So that meant he would deliver the baby. So then they checked me. I was already at a seven. Oh, and it was so cute because she, I liked her vibe so much because she didn't want me to like have expectations that because my water broke, it would mean that I'm like a 10. She was like, listen, like they're going to check you, but don't think that just because of this, like, but don't worry, your body's doing all the work and you're doing amazing. And she was so sweet. And she was like, okay, listen, like if they'll check you and you're still at a three, like, don't be upset. And then like they checked me and she's like, they're like, you're a seven. And I was like, oh my God. And I got so happy that like it's moving along. And then I think from the seven to the eight, nine, you told us, I think like 10 minutes passed, honestly. Like you told us you're at a seven or, and then you're like eight, nine. And then like has stopped answering and and we were like, that's it. Like it was literally a matter my doctor and like other people in the room started preparing the room. And I was like, okay, this is happening. Like, Oh my God, you guys, it's so fucking insane to think about. And then my doctor like gives me this whole spiel about how to basically give birth. And he's like, do you know how to swim? Like you take a deep breath, like you're going underwater (gasps) and then you push out of your ass, which is something no one fucking tells you. No one tells you it has to do with the asshole. People tell you, you push out of your vagina. Let me tell you right here to everyone. My doctor told me push like you're pooping. pooping. And it's such a weird thing because you're, you understand the instruction, but then you're like, wait, I don't want to poop. Like, so your body is somehow like you're, you like want to do what you're told, but you're also like holding in your poop. So you're not pushing out the baby. Do you get what I mean? So I really had to kind of like let go. And I remember my husband being like, being like, why aren't you doing what he said? And I was like, (laughs) I was like doing weird ass things. Cause it's so weird to like, again, I feel like we should be told this since we're children. You push the baby out of your asshole, not your vagina. Yes, it comes out of your vagina, but you're pushing out of your ass. If that makes sense to everyone. It's insane. And like, how? so how did you not poop? 
Well, I didn't poop. And I don't want to out anybody, though. but our mom pooped. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to out, but you pooped. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to put like, I was like, here I go. Here I go. Um, Huz was holding one leg. The angel baby nurse, Allison, was holding another leg, just being my biggest cheerleader. My Israeli doctor was like, are you Israeli or American? Because I was like being a pussy. And and he was like, do you want to have a C-section? And like my angel baby nurse was like, your baby's like head is out. Like you're not having C-section. Wait, did she say that? Yeah, because he was like, she was like, he's trying to scare you so that you push better. (laughs) But you're not having a C-section. Like the baby's head, we see it. But guys, listen, pushing a baby out of your vagina slash asshole is the craziest thing. First of all, for me, it hurt. Like, I don't know if epidural is supposed to work on that part of the birth, but for me, it didn't. Like, I felt everything. everything. That's why it's so funny to me when women are like, I don't, not sure I want an epidural because like, I want to feel the birth. You feel it anyway. You fucking feel it. It's the craziest thing because again, you think medicine, technology, all this shit. At the end of the day, Two people are holding up your knees like a motherfucking cow. And you're pushing to and poop. And you're pushing to poop. And you're being told to push to poop. So nothing medical about it. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Which is why Becca M could give birth in a tub. Except, oh my God. So, and I wonder if like I did have an effect of an epidural and this was my pain level with like help. Do you get what I mean? I feel like that's probably it. It was the pain level with help. And no. Like, yeah. Because, then I don't know what it is without anything. Like, I think like screaming like a crazy well, I motherfucker. Asked, I asked at the hospital and there were like almost no one does. Like the only people that do, it's 97% of women do that epidural and whoever doesn't, they didn't make it on time. Do you know what I mean? It's not because they like came right. in to they have a natural came, Right. They came in at like They weren't in time for it. Right. Yeah, for it. Yeah. So anyway, and then... Listen, you guys, at the like every time they're like, Amanda, good, like, good, that was a good push. Like, we see a little bit of the head and we see the hair and we see the head. And I'm like, this whole time, like, it's still the fucking head. Like, I'm like, this is an ending. I was like, in my head, like, just fucking pull it out, like, pull it out, you know? And then I didn't believe them that we were advancing anywhere until at one point my doctor was like, Amanda, okay, you're going to push for one last time and then you're not going to push anymore. And then I had a feeling like something that was it that like then he like pulls it out or something. So what actually happens is that I think at like the last time you push and like maybe get the shoulders through, then it's like it feels like spaghetti. No, I can't. And he like flittles him out (laughs) and then they fucking put him on your chest. Like in the movies, they put the baby on your chest. And like in the movies, it's the most exciting, insane, surreal moment of your life that you're like that I don't know how we don't, I told you, like faint. Like, I don't know how our women and and can go through this crazy ass experience and like stay alert, be conscious. Like, I don't even know how at that moment I just went through that whole thing. And then this human that was living inside of me oh is God. put on my chest, is connected to my body. Husband cut the fucking cord, which I didn't think he would. He's like such a pussy. He did. He's on my chest and I'm like, literally, how am I alive? Like, I'm such an anxious person that I think I'm going to like faint if I don't have oranges for breakfast. But I just literally gave birth to a human and the human is fucking screaming on my chest. Like, (laughs) it just shows you like how strong Strong. you are. And again, women are fucking insane. Men could never. Let me fucking tell you it's all true. And then, oh, by the way, after you fucking poop out the baby... 
Like I see my doctor like sewing shit down there and you don't even know. You just birthed a bit. You don't fucking feel. People can do whatever they want down there. He's like, I see him like sewing like my (laughs) vagina. I'm like, what is going on? He's like, just a little tear. Then you like poop out the placenta. You don't even notice that part either. It's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. But like you said, I like to compliment myself. And I really do think I was a trooper. You really were. It was a trooper. Being again, an anxious person so scared of shit like this to get through it is like insane. I was so scared of everything of the epidural and then the catheter they put in a catheter in you. And then I remember they took me to pee for the first time. And if I can pee a whole tub, they were like, you might not pee, like peed on them. It filled up the whole <laughs> fucking, it filled up the whole thing. Oh, this is the funny part. After it, I legit pee on angel baby nurse Allison. She rolls me in the wheelchair to my, um, the recovery room. We got a private room. What up? And she's like, by the way, I'm a big fan. And you guys, I legit thought I was hallucinating. I was like, I say a what now? And she's like, like on Instagram. And I'm like, N- am I hallucinating? Like, did I just pee blood on a follower? Like, did I just, <laughs> what is happening? And she's like, yeah, I didn't tell you before. And I was like, good call. Not that I would have tried to be cute, but but then it just, it did, it made it even more special. I feel like it's like the cherry on top of yeah. like everything. It did know? make it more special because she was an angel baby anyway, but that just made it feel like it was one of my people kind yeah. of. So it was really, really special. And you know, Hus was exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the time in the hospital, I have to say, that was such an overwhelming part. So if you're going to give birth, try to not be overwhelmed by the gazillion people that just come into your room, spew information at you. I legit had to shut it down. Like they were like talking and I saw the lips moving and I was like, and I'm going to do my own thing when I get home. It's crazy to think about right now that it was five weeks ago. It feels like a lifetime ago, but at the same time, I remember like, the day so vividly, but it doesn't feel like he's been home for only five weeks. I know. Weeks. It feels like he's been part of our life for longer, but yeah. then also, no, it's crazy. It's crazy because... And he grew so much. He grew so much. And he grew so much The in thing is, weeks. like, you don't have time. I didn't even digest that I was pregnant. I think I just knew I was pregnant, but I didn't know I was giving birth. And then by the time you realize that you're pregnant, you're, like, in labor. And then by the time you realize you're, like, pushing human out of you, the human is on your chest and you have to fucking deal with it. And especially being a mom, like, and not the dad, for instance, like you really don't have time to be like, wait, how do I feel about this? And like, what am I going to do? You just like, from the first moment, you have to fucking do it. And, and like, thank God that I'm feeling okay. And thank God that so far we're doing okay. No sleep is pretty fucking hard. It's not It's not a myth. You really don't sleep. I used to think like, okay, you don't sleep. <laughs> no, you really don't. You really don't <laughs> but sleep. But like, honestly, like I'm really impressed with how you're doing with not sleeping. I know. I remember my mom being so concerned. She used to be like, oh, yeah. What'd you just get I don't distracted know. by? Do you know what I just did? What did you I just, just checked my Instagram. And I forgot where I was. About? Like someone tagged me in something. <laughs> No, like when you forget where you are. I just like could have been scrolling, just like scrolling on with my life. By the way, a lot of you asked me about my mom because you saw a picture of her at Lenox Hill specifically. I was able to have my partner there with me and sleep with me and everything. Poor husband slept on a chair he, and he fucking complained about it. But my mom, you're, I was allowed one visitor 
like in general to come during visiting hours. You can yawn. Are you scared of me to yawn? No. I just like try to keep it in. Why? I don't know. Are you a lady? No. Yeah. <laughs> so my mom was able to visit. And that's why you saw her in pictures. And luckily she got to be part of it that way. And ever since then, I mean, she lives in my fucking building. Hallelujah to me. Super helpful. Ariel lives in my building for those who don't know. My older sister lives three blocks away for those of you who don't know. So I said this on my Instagram uh, because I'm on Zoloft. I had to have a social worker like visit me at the hospital. And she was like, do you have a good support system? And I was like, I'm pretty sure I do. Pretty sure I do. (laughs) That sounded like such a cheesy ending to a movie. Pretty sure I have a good support system, I'd say. But yeah, you guys, this whole shit is fucking hard. And women are so strong. And and it is empowering because like I said a gazillion times on this podcast, I have fears. I have anxiety. I feel felt and feel like a baby a lot of the time. All you have to do is remember for a second what a savage animal you are and what you got through. Nine months of fucking pregnancy. You pushed a kid out of your vagina and you recovered and you are amazing. And a day after that, you were caring for a baby and not sleeping. And since then, you're fucking giving this baby life and keeping him alive. Then you're like, oh, guess I should get over like whatever you're afraid, even though of course we have our fears and we have our everything, but it really is empowering to get through something so big and know that like you can do it and you got through it. It's insane. Like amen to that. Like that was very inspiring. Was that a hashtag YouTuber birth story? It was like close. Yeah, it was close. Mm -hmm. So swipe up you guys. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to this. Come, 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 I was going to say like, because it was kind of like an episode, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of birth story, a little bit. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. No, but I, but you know, and and I hope for people that are pregnant, it doesn't make you scared. And I hope for people that aren't yet. uh, I just, you know, wanted to share my, uh, my story. And I'm so happy that I was here to hear it again. Uh, Really? Yeah. Did it, did I tell it the way that it was? It was exactly the way that it was. Okay, because I'm really F. <laughs> and I hope that I'm like, I feel like I'm still me. The thing is like, you think so many things before, like I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. And I'm still going to be me. And like, I was pretty much like storing celebrity gossip from my hospital room. I Irina, sh- remember the day that Bradley I Cooper was remember. seen with Jennifer Garner? I was like pushing the baby out as I'm being like, is that Jennifer Garner or Irina Shake? I was shook. I was like, no, she's not. No, she's not. Wait, wasn't that kind of my announcement? I put it up. I was at Allison's and I was like, Amanda is Instagramming. <laughs> Everybody go look because Amanda is Instagramming. And then, Did she give birth mm-hmm. 10 minutes ago? Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I think... Well, I wanted to give a little bit of a hint. So I storied like something Ice about chips Ice chips are the best. Oh my God, I'm such an annoying <laughs> basic bitch. So a lot, most people got that and I got a gazillion messages and it was really fun. And then I put something up and Arielle was like, is this bitch really, what did you say? I was like, are you for real? Like, I don't even know what I said. No, but you were like, like, wait, was that after I, because Ice chips I put up before I delivered. 
I know. No. And after you delivered, I think you put up something or like, I think throughout the whole thing, you were putting up things, whatever. What? And I, I was posted. like, no, she's fucking not. She's literally having contractions, Instagramming. She just gave birth. She's Instagramming. Like, what is she doing? I didn't understand. Yeah. I was like, who cares well, about Jennifer Garner? Well, you know Gar- that I do. I That's know. the thing. And it's like, not like in a annoying, like it's my job way. It's in a like, it's my life way. And it also is a really good distraction for me and keeps me sane. And and I also feel like now, like if I try to talk to you, it's like you will pay attention if I say something about a celebrity. But like otherwise, <laughs> you're not in you're this such world. a fucking liar. No, I'm not lying. Really? I'm not that lying. That means I'm dedicated AS. You don't even know E-news, when I'm here. Listen, when I'm, I'm not here, you could say like, I haven't seen you in two weeks. I'm like, Amanda, I was here yesterday. Didn't I tell you one day and I want to apologize on air that I forgot you exist? I le- okay. Did you cry about it? I legit walk in and you're like, I forgot <laughs> you like exist. I was literally at your house the day before and I was like is she for real right now (laughs) is she for real like I didn't even respond oh okay yeah I didn't know what you don't know what day it is you don't know what time it is like anything you really don't legit well thank you for being part of my birth story thank you for having me BB check out my YouTube channel just kidding I don't have one check out my TikTok Uh just kidding I don't have one (laughs) Okay, you guys, love you. See you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. 